Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Broncos Blitz. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a What I Don't Get Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, sitting across the table from me. He is my co-host. He's a producer of the project as well. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center here in Greenwood uh, Village, um, Denver, Colorado. If you're like listening to us somewhere other than in town here, which a lot of people do. How are you, Jake? I'm doing great. You know, Feeling the three and O vibe still. Yeah, um, great radio show this uh, Wednesday. It was a good show. So I'm today. feeling great. I'm feeling great. Um, this is the Broncos Blitz podcast. So subscribe to it. Check it out every single day. Um, anywhere you do your podcasting, find it there. Um, rate, review it. That stuff's important to us. Check out our show as well. We do from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every single day on Mile High Sports 98.1 FM here in Denver. Or you can just watch the show or pod, get podcasted versions of our radio show at milehighsports.com. Okay, Jake, uh, we got a lot to talk about on a Wednesday show. Three good topics that we decided that we we're going to discuss. Let's... Um, Go with the Brett Ripken being uh, Brett Ripken being promoted from the practice squad to the fifty three. Uh, the meaning behind it, what does that mean? I have some conspiracy theories. I have some thoughts in my head. A lot of different things swirling around my head about uh, about it. It could be simply the Broncos wanted to retain him and didn't want him. Which I think you can actually, again, maybe we should have done this before we started the podcast. I think you can four guys uh, kind of um, hold in 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 a sense four guys of your from your scout team that can't be taken each week and then the other four can be taken unless you promote them so i don't know if rippin was one of the guys the four they didn't keep and then they promoted him which makes sense um to keep him off someone's roster i would think his agent knows that another team would be interested whether it have been the who texans steelers um, dolphins, um, like the dolphins, Maybe. but I also have a bit of a conspiracy theory as well. Okay, oh, I love conspiracy theories. Yeah, for sure. Who doesn't? I kind of think there's a chance that Drew Locke can be traded. Okay, there's a chance that Drew Locke is the guy actually who teams are calling on the Steelers, the Texans, who he carved up. Um, and who knows? There might be two or three other teams we're just not really seeing right now. Um, the Redskins, the you know, would really have to look and think about every kind of team. But there's a chance, I kind of think, that Drew Locke gets traded. You're thinking, well, why? Well, I think Drew Locke has value. I think Drew Locke can be traded for a fourth-round pick, maybe even a third-round pick. He's a young guy with um, um, starting quarterback experience in the league. I think a third, you know, on the back end, you'd have to send a sixth or a fifth somewhere where it still end up being like a fourth-round pick for Drew Locke. But I think that Drew Locke has a little bit of value out there, so there's a chance that – you know, you need Brett Rippon to be your backup if you trade Drew Locke. While that's slim, you know, the percentages in that are kind of really slim, I actually, you know, some of the reasons behind it is I think 
And I think that the Broncos think that Breck Rippon is every damn freaking good as as Drew Locke is. Can do all the things that Drew Locke is. You know what the difference is? One is drafted in the second round, and one is drafted in the seventh round. One went to a big school. Uh, one, where did Brett Rippon go? Mountain West, Boise State. So um, there's just this, like, clout or reputation or label of second-round pick that Drew Locke has on him that, like, is puts you up on a pedestal for some reason that simply uh, Brett Rippon does not have. But I, I swear to you, Jake, I believe this in my heart. I, they're like they're equals. One could do some of the things the other one does. The other one could do some of the things the other one does. Could Drew Locke throw the ball a little farther on his knees and, uh, in, you know, go a little further in the pump, pass, and kick competition than Rippon? Maybe. I don't even know that for sure. But I think that they're kind of equals. And while everyone's thinking, oh, Brett Rippon's going to get traded. Well, why not Drew Locke? Why not trade Drew Locke? Especially, Jake, if a franchise knows – that they have really moved on from a guy. Right. And like knows that that guy will never really be the starting quarterback. It's like finding out something devastating about like a relationship. Oh, this happened. This person like uh, did this or cheated. Like, um, I can't get over it. It's over. You know what I mean? Like, this thing is over. So I think there's some of that, too. And also, Jake, on top of that, moreover, <laughs> Ted, <laughs> Teddy has shown these guys the light. Teddy's shown these guys what it could be. Teddy's given Vic Fangio his first taste of a real professional quarterback as my, as, you know, my starting quarterback as um, under his head coaching tenure. Um, and once you have a guy like Teddy, you can never go back to a guy like Drew. So even if something happens to Teddy, you don't go to Drew, you dip back into the draft next year, you go to Rippin, and that's it. That's it. I like it. You know, I like your conspiracy theory here. I thank you. Um, I think either one of those guys could be on the trade block. Um, we, we talked about it on the show. Um, would you rather trade Rippin for uh, a fifth-round pick, maybe even a sixth-round pick, or would you rather trade Drew Locke for a fourth or a third um, and obviously, I would want to trade Drew Locke. Um, of course we you, would, but we're, like, smart. Right. Not everybody's <laughs> smart. No, I mean, there's teams out there, general managers, who still had Drew Locke high on their board kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Right, right. And looked at him as a first-round pick. Damn. And do you know what? Also, I said on the show, and I just made it up in the time, it's the Sam Darnold effect. Now a guy who washed somewhere because he was in a bad situation can go somewhere else if they're young enough and blonde enough um, and go revive their career um, somewhere else just like Sam Darnold has done with the Panthers. Well, check this. If they lose their next three and they're three and three and Sam Darnold crashes and burns, all that goes out the window. But every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. And I don't know if that exactly made sense, but um, it's like, like true. someone will kind of believe that if Sam Darnold's having this kind of success, they can go find another. That's another avenue and way to find a successful quarterback. Who is that guy out there? That guy's Drew Locke. That guy is Drew Locke. Yeah, I mean, Drew Locke, we, we've said it before, and I, I've heard a lot of people say this. In a perfect situation, Drew Locke can be a great quarterback. Um, and If. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, ifs. exactly. You know, you have to have that perfect situation. It's a big and if. wherever he goes, 
he's not going to have a perfect situation. Um, but he does deserve, I think, a second opportunity somewhere else. Um, that it, it, Because he flamed out here in Denver, it, it, there's a lot of pressure being the Denver Broncos quarterback. Um, deserve. That was a strong word. Does he deserve another? I would say he can earn this being the NFL, him being a second-round pick. Most certainly, Jake, he can go to any other roster, Drew Locke, and eventually through injury find his way to have a chance to start again in this league. You go win games, all the people think, people all of a sudden think, oh, he's fixed, he's mature now, he saw the light. This quarterback coach gave him things that he never heard and felt and did and touched before. Change of scenery. All of it, all that kind of stuff. So um, that's it. Kind of some off the field, interesting Broncos stuff that might really have any nothing to do other than they they would like to keep Brett Rippin around. For one, I think that kind of sucks. If Brett Rippin has a chance to go play football somewhere and a better chance to play football, you know, as a backup there, he'd be the backup with the Texans. They got a dude right now who I you know who's a bum who if he gets hurt, which all the quarterbacks have, then Brett Rippin might be you know playing next week right. in the second half of that game. So you want to give a guy a chance, you know? But also, he might be their only developmental quarterback. They may mentally have already, like I have, moved on from Drew Locke. It's just, you know, writing on the wall, matter of time, um, waiting for someone to make an offer. They might really believe Rippin is better than Locke, like I do, okay? And I don't know if I really believe it, but I have no reason not to believe it. If that makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we saw him start in one game. Yeah. And he didn't look awful. No. Um, that's that's all we've seen from yes. Brett Rippon so yes. far. And in preseason, uh, you can't you kind of have to throw that out the window. I mean, Drew Locke and Brett Rippon are so similar that either one of those guys could go, and I'd be fine. Halftime of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is here in our podcast studio here at Mile High Sports Radio Studios. Uh, DraftKings is a partner of this podcast, a great partner of the podcast. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL as well, has a new offer for you newbies to go jump on who have not signed up and are waiting for some reason to get in on the action. I'm not sure what you're waiting for. How about this one? Bet $1 on any NFL game this weekend. $1 and get $100 in free bets. If uh, either team scores a point. So it's like, well, what's the catch? No catch. The catch is bet a dollar, and you're going to get $100 of free bets, period. No brainer. Easy work, Jake. All work is light work, right? All work is light work. That's worth it for sure. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. That's our promo code, capital letters, MHS. It might work in small letters, but put in caps. Uh, just bet $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Duh, that's happening. Uh, promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and older, you must be. Uh, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings dot com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 okay jake um from here we had a couple more things we wanted to talk about what were they we got to talk about how special lamar jackson really is i love this because he is arguably the best athlete in the league right now did we say that yesterday on the podcast or was that a radio only i think we mentioned it on the pod 
yesterday. That the best athlete in the NFL may be Lamar Jackson. Okay, well, if we did, then we would know that we didn't do enough on talking about the uniqueness this guy. And do you know what? I got to keep saying this for better or for worse. We're not, I don't have a Lamar Jackson jersey. I'm not in, um, I guess, somewhat in awe of this guy, but I'm not like other guys could have done this stuff and do this stuff. He's just the first of his kind because the Ravens are letting him do this stuff. They have that college-style offense that well, fits his, well, his you know mold. What? This just came to me. The Golden State Warriors, okay, were not the Golden State Warriors under Mark Jackson, who some people think is one of the best basketball minds in um, planet Earth, certainly one of the greatest point guards of all time, Mark Jackson, and certainly um, um, one of the best analysts in the game, gets all the biggest games. But he went to Golden State, and he couldn't get the most out of Steph, and he didn't have Clay breakthrough, and he didn't put Draymond on the floor. It was about David Lee, um, who was their best player at the time, okay? He moves on. I don't know if he was fired, if he chose to kind of walk. He didn't mesh well there, okay? But Steve Kerr comes in, okay? Steve Kerr. sees Steve Kerr, who played with Michael Jordan. Steve Kerr, who Michael Jordan punched in the face and you know, beat his ass in practice one day. Um, that's Steve Kerr. Coaches Golden State. And you know what he does? He does He did something that no other guy has really ever done um, and because there's no other guy – player that um, no uh, guys ever coach like Steph Curry, where he let Steph Curry loose. He took like the dog off the chain um, when that dog's uh, trying to attack uh, another dog. And he, he, he let Steph Curry off of a leash, let Steph Curry shoot the ball, do things, create, um, like we've never seen before. Take shots and do things and run an offense really through a guy like we have never seen before. All the pieces had to be put together right, but also the best way that I could kind of put it, and maybe the more we talk about it and, you know, really think about it, can maybe describe it better, but I'd like that comp of they've never, there's never been another Steph Curry because no one's ever let a guy, has there ever been talent like Steph Curry out there? I'm not so sure about that either, to be honest with you, but Steve Kerr let Steph Curry loose, let him do whatever he wanted with the most talent in, you know, in the world. And the rest is history with a dynasty was created off of it. Do I think Lamar Jackson is going to go create some kind of dynasty? I don't think that it doesn't Football's work like that. different. That's five guys on the floor where one guy, you have the best guy on the floor, even if those other guys are kind of scrubs like Luca's bunch of losers who he plays with, you're still going to have some success. But John Harbaugh has done the unthinkable and let Lamar Jackson freaking loose. Every time Lamar Jackson tucks the ball and runs, uh, John Harbaugh's got a pit in his stomach and thinks it might be the last time he does that. He knows that in the back of his mind. And eventually, Jake... There ain't, you know, no one leaves here without singing the blues. Every NFL player, you play long enough, is going to get a big injury, especially a guy who takes a maximum number of hits and chances like Lamar Jackson, Jake. And we're talking about, you know, how special he is and, and the belief that John Harbaugh has in him. Yeah. And the, the belief, we saw it against the Chiefs. He asked Lamar, hey, Lamar, you want to go for this? And and right off the bat, Lamar says, "Yeah, you know, I'm 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 taking this in myself. You know, we're getting this fourth down conversion." And next thing you know, he picks it up and puts the team on his back after a rough start in that game. So I, we've seen it before from Lamar. You know, having 
rough starts through the air, you know, having a few interceptions, but finds a way to bounce back through the running game. And, and he starts feeling that momentum and oh, that man. that juice once he starts making dudes Remember the look Ravens, stupid. Like, sucked for a few minutes, like, minutes last season. Yep. Lost a couple games. They were trying to keep him in the pocket a little bit, try to make the entire offense and the team not so dependent on him. It didn't work. It did not work. What happened? They let him back loose. He was running for 100 a game again, and they got themselves back into contention, back into the playoffs. Um, the rest is history. I think the most dangerous part about Lamar is that once he starts feeling himself yes. with that running game, no doubt. You can the see passing it. game starts to oh, improve. Oh, you can see it. And also, that that's completely true, but also you can see and feel the fear and see the decent defensive players on their heels, mm-hmm. on their freaking heels. And I'll tell you, the biggest, biggest key to the Broncos this weekend is shutting this guy down in the first half. Do not let him go over 50 yards in the first half. That's so. That's one run. <laughs> but do contain him. Hit him hard. I mean, like, if you're going to play your best, play your best early in this game and make him feel like he can't do it and then survive at the end because he will get stronger and stronger as this game goes along as he starts, um, like you said, filling himself. I love the way you put that. Um, if there's any key to beating this guy and this team this weekend, it's that. Um, it's the fast start for the Broncos. It's the two or three hits that you put on him, maybe one that draws a 15. Right. That makes it, you know, him think about not on me today, not against this team. We will try to hurt you. We're going to hurt you. Make Lamar Jackson feel something other than all those good feels, maybe a little pain on him. Again, um, I'm not quite um, if you kill the head, the body will die guy. But I do want him taken out of this game um, in that tent um, at some point or another. Um, He's taking shots that running backs take. If it was if we're going up against um, Derrick Henry or Ezekiel Elliott, I'm going to say he's going to get the ball 20 times. I hope he gets hit hard 10 of those times and we give him something to think about. Do I want him hurt? No. But Lamar Jackson, if he rushes the ball 15 times during the game, I hope you got seven hit licks you put on him. Let's give him something to think about. I mean, do I want him hurt and taken out of the game? Kind of, yeah. Maybe I'm a bad guy. I'm not really sure what's happening here. <laughs> I'm trying to you know, be honest with you guys. So it's just that's what it is. At the end of the day, Vic Fangio and the Denver defense is going to have to put together a game plan to stop him. And we had a text uh, from a listener that we weren't able to get to um, on the radio show, so I'll get it uh, here on the pod. He said that the Broncos should spy Pat Sertan on Lamar all game long. Interesting. You do want to put an athlete, an extreme athlete back there. Um, I don't know who else could do that other than Sertan. Um, he's the one guy who's kind of the guy like freelancing anyways. Uh, who he's a bigger do back, that, so. uh, bigger DB. I don't know if that's jobs an athlete job. I don't know if that's a football savvy and intelligence job. I don't know if that's a veteran Cream Jackson kind of job. I don't really know who does that job. Okay, but there's something to it. There's uh, schemes and philosophies and ways to try to stop guys like that. I'm sure we'll see it all. Um, one thing we have going for us is Vic Fangio is supposed to be the ultimate, you know, when it comes to um, putting defenses together. And we will see what's going to happen. I like your thought of you talking me into this game being lower scoring. Um, yeah. Unless they both go down March and get seven early. And then it's 14 to seven at the end of the first quarter, 14 to 10. 
bro. I mean, at Shoot that out. point, well, at that point, we're halfway there and we're through the first quarter. And then there's the belief in both of these. Like the defenses haven't cracked at that point. You like the well is like the water's coming through. You know what I mean? It can only get worse. So from here. yeah, oh, not just worse, but then these teams are going to score, and then it's going to come down to first one to thirty points wins type of stuff, or you know, 31, 35 points might win this game. There's a chance that happens. There's a chance that happens. But if we're if we're going to run those simulations uh, twenty thousand times, like ESPN does, let's run those simulations real quick. The simulations say that this is going to be under on the uh, forty five and a half, somewhere around. 24-20, uh, 21-17, that was your um, today prediction. We'll see if that changes yes. on Friday, and that's okay if it does a little bit. But um, that's it. That's where, like, we're at right now. Um, do you know what? We're not even going to mention the other topic we wanted to bring up for today because I want to save it for tomorrow because it makes more sense actually tomorrow. Um, we'll take a closer dive, look at the numbers, uh, key guys for this Ravens team. Again, Marcus Peters is one of their best defensive players, their three best defensive players. Okay, he is out. Uh, J.K. Dobbins would have been their second best offensive player. He is out. Once you start to lose guys like that, again, and you're thinking the Ravens are 2-1. They have a 2 Look at that. Uh, 66 Started to win it, and oh, they, they beat the Chiefs. Ugh. Well, they did beat the Chiefs, but that one was more than um, at one game itself. That was about the Chiefs beating up, you know, waxing their asses for three straight seasons. And Lamar Jackson, that was personal for Lamar Jackson. First time he ever beat the Chiefs. And the Chiefs aren't good right now. The Chiefs are shit right now. Uh, but are they going to get their act together by season's end? Probably. Of course, the Chiefs. You know, I'd put my money on them still winning eleven games and making the and winning this division. Probably, that's still a good bet. The Chiefs' defense was looking like bowling pins out there, yeah. just falling over left and right. Can't bring but anybody down. Again, they had a um, underwhelming loss to who at the beginning of the season? They were Raiders. to the Raiders. They lose to the Raiders. Okay, they beat a Chiefs team that is down right now, and that one we know what that one meant to those guys. And then they survive a loser Lions team that might win three or four games the entire season I'm not you know I'm not impressed with the Ravens just as maybe some of the you know uh, people out there aren't impressed with the Broncos have been able to do through three games this is it this one is for everything um, at least everything early on this is like the new narrative setter uh, the Broncos win this game they're back no one I mean like people will really say they are back they'll be a legitimate threat with a, we'll have the features on uh, you know on um all the pregame shows on Teddy and these guys will have all the national media here. Peter King's going to be swinging by the whole thing. You can um, shut up the haters. So we'll talk about that more uh, tomorrow. It's been a perfect podcast, I think. Uh, Jake, good job. Um, this podcast, where can we subscribe to it? Find it, all that kind of stuff. So maybe you like listen to it because you listen to the show. You're not really into podcasts. How do I get into podcasts even? Like what, do I have to pay for podcasts? No, this is all free. You could find us on Spotify, the Broncos Blitz podcast on Apple Podcast, Spreaker, uh, literally anywhere you can find podcasts. The Broncos Blitz podcast is there. Pod bean, we found that one out. I just made up two words. I said pod and bean, and it sounded funny. We laughed like Beavis and Butthead. Turns out it's a real <laughs> thing. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it was but good. So anywhere you find podcasts, yeah. find us, the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Okay, uh, for Jake Meyer, he's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Um, check us out here. Um, we do our thing in Denver every single day. If you're out of towner, um, check us out at MileHighSports.com or check us out at 98.1 FM here in, in town. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Mm-hmm.